What's going on guys? It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while since I've done one of these, but um, yeah, here I am. I'm back again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to try not to go on any like uh, hiatuses soon or whatever, but yeah, here we are. And I'd like to introduce you to the We Are Believers podcast. What? Josh, what did you do to Gen Z mentality now? <laughs> I just decided to have a little bit of a rebrand. And while I'm here, I actually explain to you why this is this has happened. I wanted to make a podcast, an Instagram page for believers, of course, to explain to believers, hey, this is the things that we believe in. This is why we believe them. Um, but even then, for people who don't believe, for people who aren't believers and they want to know why, they want to know why on certain things. And I feel like um, explaining things to them, taking that time to really sit down and say, hey, this is why we believe this. This is why we look at this the way we do is so helpful. I think about um, in Acts 8, when Philip is talking to the, uh, the Ethiopian eunuch and he's taking the time to explain the gospel to him, which eventually leads to him being baptized. You know, taking that time to, to speak to somebody and say, hey, like, this is why we believe this. This is why um, we live this life. Um, and so, yeah, that's essentially what I wanted to do through this page. And so, yeah, you can look out for a lot more content like that. Look out for a lot more content that explains things, that talks about various different subjects. And so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. But that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> that's not what this uh, episode is about today. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about appreciating life. Um, and I think, you know, we can easily kind of like look at this subject and be like, oh, here we go. Like appreciating life. You know, yes, I get it, Josh. Be thankful, be grateful. But I really want to come at, at a different aspect or a different perspective. Um, mainly the people who I'm talking to um, are people who don't appreciate life right now. Maybe there's situations or circumstances in life that just make it hard. And it's just like, you know what? I am tired. <laughs> I feel like I say that a lot when I'm when I'm stressed out. I'll just be like, Lord, I'm tired. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, those are those are the main people that I want to talk to today. And just to let you guys know that life is so, so, so precious. Like we have pursuits of things in life and we have goals and, and dreams that we want to pursue but we need to take time to actually appreciate the fact that we have a life to pursue them. Like we actually have breath in our lungs to actually go and try to pursue those goals and dreams. Uh, last week, I was actually, this hit home for me because um, I was part of a funeral, um, helping out with a funeral. Nobody like related to me, but I was helping out with a funeral and I started to realize how precious life was, you know, the people that were there, all these various different people from all to, all walks of life coming for this person to um, celebrate their life. And even then during the week as well, I heard about somebody in the life of the church who'd also passed away. And I started to realize, wow, like life is so, like I was saying, life is so precious. Life is very precious. Um, and yeah, it, it just really, it really hit home for me that I need to be a lot more grateful for the fact that I actually do have life. 
for the fact that I have people in my life who have life. Like I have family, you know, I have friends, I have amazing people around me, pastors, elders, you know, people that I can call on, I can talk to. Um, and it really made me um, a lot more grateful, I should say, for the life that I do have. Um, and, you know, that's that's great and that's all good. Uh, but I think sometimes, you know, we can look at life and, and just be like, well, Josh, there's not much I can be grateful for. Like right now, it is the worst that it could get and it's getting <laughs> worse. Um, and I completely understand that and I hear that. And, you know, sometimes we can... We can hear people that that will be like, oh, you know, um, oh, what is that thing? They'll say things like, oh, life could be worse. They, they'll say things like, oh, it could be worse. So be grateful. And to that, I, in my head, I'm like, you know, yeah, life could be worse. Cool. Be grateful. But life could be a lot better. <laughs> like life could be a lot better. And I think even as a Christian, understanding the promises of God and not necessarily seeing them in your life can be the most frustrating thing it can be so frustrating. You can you can see these promises and, and all these blessings and all these stories in the Bible of various different people who put their faith in God and and it it you know that faith produced fruit. And then you can look at your own life and think, well, Lord, how? If I'm putting my faith in you, I'm putting my trust in you, I'm putting my hope in you, like how how has nothing come to pass yet? I feel lost. I feel you know, I feel like um, I've just been abandoned. And I know there's probably a lot of people that are in that situation. Or even if you haven't put your faith in God, there's maybe people who just feel abandoned. They just feel like, well, nobody's here for me. I don't have somebody I can lean on. I don't have somebody I can talk to. Um, to that, I would say the best person to talk to is Jesus. Like, I'm not even saying that in a, in a sense of put your faith in God like no like the best person to talk to is Jesus like if you honestly and truly surrender your life to him he's the best person to speak to about that he's the best person to speak to about that and even I'm going through the book of um the book of John which is a great place for you to start if you're if you're trying to figure out the um the characteristics of Jesus and you can just see how he takes time to listen to people. Right now I'm in John 4 and he's talking to the Sumerian woman. And he's taking time to listen to her. He's talking back to her. He's having this conversation with this person who he's not even supposed to be talking to. You know, Jewish people and some and Sumerian people, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go. They didn't talk. And he's taking time to to speak to this person, to talk to this person, because he knows that. If I can talk to this person, if I can lend a listening ear, it's going to help her so much in her life. And she's going to even come to the to the knowledge. Wow, wait, hold on. This is one person here who has defied all types of cultural boundaries just to listen to me and to speak to me. And that's how much he loves her. That's how much he loves all of us. Um, And so, yeah, where was I? <laughs> anyway, I was talking about... um. I was talking about how frustrating it can be when you see the promises of God in scripture and they're not necessarily lining up with life. And to that, I say, continue to hold on to the promises of God. <laughs> and it sounds so annoying. It sounds so annoying. 
but like every promise of God, of course, is seed time and harvest. This is seed. He'll give you that promise. Hey, this is, this is the promise of God. This is what I want you to do. Time. It will take time. Joseph's case in the Bible took like 13, 15 years, somewhere around there. Abraham took about 25 years. And the guy was 75 when he, when he got his promise. <laughs> Moses. Moses was like, Moses was 80 something when he was called by the, by, by the Lord to, to um, bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. That's what I clocked. I was like, wait, this guy was old. This guy was old. And even then he didn't even like live to see the promised land. But he still he still saw that promise of being delivered from Egypt. And so what I'm saying here is continue to hold on to the promises of God. There are promises that God will do great things. And there are also promises that in your times of trouble, God will continue to fulfill his word. He will continue to fulfill his plan. And we can find so many people throughout scripture just holding on to God's promises, holding on to God's promises. And I think that's that's the hardest thing for us to do sometimes. The hardest thing for us to do is to hold on because we get tired. We get tired. You know, we're humans. We get tired. And life just wears us down. Life continues to wear us down to the point where we're like, you know what? I I can't anymore. And it's in those moments where we need to get around people. We need to get around people who have faith, get around people who have hope and just just sit there, literally just sit there. There's times when like I will be having such a hard week and I'll literally like I'll just sit with my pastor and we, we might even talk about the Bible. We might just talk about life. And it's just it's so refreshing or times where I have small groups not even my young adult small group, even year seven small group. And I'll just sit there and it'll be so refreshing just to hear people who have hope, hear people who have faith and it will inspire something in you. So continue to get around people who have hope, get, continue to get around people who have faith. Um, and yeah, you'll continue to see that promise. You'll continue to see that promise because I know one thing about God is that his word doesn't, return to him it's not like he sends his word out and he says something and then it's like oh hold on like that wasn't supposed to like wasn't supposed to come back like no like god isn't a god who makes mistakes he doesn't a god who miss miss speaks you know he's a god isaiah 55 it says that his word does not return to him void but it will accomplish everything that it was sent to do and so when you feel like god's promises are not Working out in your life, continue to hold on to God's promises. It sounds so cheesy. It sounds like it sounds hard. It is hard. It's hard. It's definitely hard, especially when you see people around you. You see people around you succeeding. I know for me, it's hard seeing. Um, it's not hard seeing people around me succeeding, but it's hard looking at life and and kind of thinking, okay, I'm in the same position I was maybe three, four years ago, and still seeing, you know other people growing and you're amazingly happy for them you are so proud of them but you continue to look at yourself and you continue to look at God and think Lord like you know what's happening <laughs> like what's going on and even David David talks about this in in the Psalms he talks about like he, he literally there's a point where he's letting God have it and he's like God 
why is it that the wicked succeed? Why is it that these people who do not believe in you succeed? And it's nothing against the, the non-believers, but he's essentially saying, hey, Lord, I've put my faith and my trust in you. Why is it that I'm not seeing anything that you've promised me? Why is it? And it's even then that um, David realizes that, you know, like all these things outside of God, all these successes outside of God, eventually they come to an end. But God's success, the success that God ha gives is the one that will continue to flourish for generations and generations or continue to um, produce fruit throughout generations. And so I guess that's the word that really I want to leave with people who feel like, you know, they don't have hope or they don't have faith or they don't have anything to appreciate in life. Is that when you put your hope and your faith in God, you won't be disappointed. I have a friend, I think I've said this before, that said that you 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 can't lose when you put your hope and your faith in God. Um, and really, I guess that's what it comes down to when we talk about appreciating life. It's appreciating that hope that we have. It's appreciating that that joy that we have. And those those moments, even when we're in our lowest, those moments when we're in our lowest and realizing that no matter how low it gets right now, things will get better. Things will get better. They will get better. And I, I guess, you know, I might sound like, you know, this very positive Nancy. And I think I, quite a few people have said, yeah, no, just you're, you're so positive, you're too positive. And I'm like, no, no, it's just the hope that I have. It's just the hope that I have in Jesus. You know, we all go through trials, tribulations, various different things. It's about what you put your hope in. What have you put your hope in? What have you put your trust in? What have you put your faith in? And a lot of the times we're shaken because we haven't put our hope in something that is sustainable. Maybe we've put our hope in our own strength. We thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to um sustain this i'm going to manifest this whatever <laughs> and it didn't work out and then it all comes crashing down on you and that's the thing it's it's about what you put your hope in it's what you put your faith in and so yeah um i'm not sure if my point got across about being grateful for life appreciating life appreciating the life that we have i guess it was more so about hope <laughs> I'm also about hope than appreciating life. Well, I, I will say this about um, appreciating life is is that, you know, um, the life that we do have is a blessing. No matter how um, dark it is, no matter how terrifying or how, like, how dangerous or just how, yeah, how dark it might be, the life that we do have is a blessing in and of itself. And... If you have life, you have hope. If you have life, you have hope. Anything that has life has hope. So there's a hope there. There's a hope of a better day. There's a hope of, a, of better times. And I guess I just want you to really sit with that and really think about that is if you have life, you have hope. So whatever situation you might be in right now, appreciate life because you have hope. You have a hope. You know, as believers, we have a hope. We have a living hope, who is Jesus Christ. We have a hope that when our hope is is failing and our hope is weak, 
we put our hope and our faith and our trust in him that's essentially what faith is faith is just putting trust in a living hope putting trust in a hope that cannot be that cannot um cannot crumble and so yeah that is really all i wanted to say i i hope you guys can i hope <laughs> I, I i'm sure you guys can tell that i did not make any notes about this at all and literally i've just been rambling on for maybe like 20 minutes but um yeah i really want you guys to sit with that and just really understand that if you have life you have hope that should be that should be the the title for this right if you have life you have hope amazing well yeah i said i'm not gonna keep you guys too long so i will speak to you guys in the next episode i'm actually not too sure what it is right now whatever the spirit lays on my heart that's what i'm going to talk about <laughs> so yeah uh maybe i might talk about you know christian jargon the words that we use you know what they mean like you know various different stuff like that like yeah i don't know but yeah i'll see you guys in the next one god bless <laughs>